everybody, and welcome back to the Out to Be podcast. It's your host, Katie Zaccardi, and this is part four of my Future of the Music Industry series. Today, we're going to talk about my fourth prediction, which is that musicians who work on their personal growth will be the ones who succeed. So this is kind of my favorite prediction because a lot of the stuff I've been saying is very strategy oriented and kind of like who's going to rise above and the strategy that you need to make sure that you're really embodying in order to be successful. But this is something that I don't really know that a lot of people are talking about. It's almost kind of like out of left field because it's really about like taking care of yourself. And for those of you who have been on this journey with me from the beginning um, or who just know my background, I started as a wellness coach for musicians. This podcast started as a podcast focused on mindset, mental health, and wellness. So I am very big on those things. And while the approach that I take with my clients now is focused not just on wellness or mental health, but on strategy, I take a very holistic approach where we talk about strategy, we really work through mindset blocks, and we make sure that we've got the wellness on lock because if you are burnt out or stressed or you have huge blocks around what is possible for you, then you're not going to succeed. So I really treat all three parts equal and it's very important to me that my clients get a well-rounded support system when they work with me and are coached through all of those things. So with that being said, it's very on brand for me to have this opinion, but I think that for the music industry, it it might feel a little bit random or just, like I said, out of left field. But nonetheless, I truly, truly believe that this is true, that the musicians, the coaches, the teachers, the music industry professionals who work on their personal growth are going to be the ones who succeed. And here's why. Being in the music industry can be tough. It can be difficult. And uh, honestly, just being a human sometimes can be difficult. And there's a lot of moving pieces now that we didn't have before. And a lot of things that we are going to have to take on that we might not have before that can add a lot of stress. For instance, social media. You know, we've talked about social media a bit. I'm not going to do a full episode on this, but I really think that uh, that TikTok is going to be the future of the music industry and that that's going to be a really big social media that a lot of people are going to have to be on. Well, not have to be on, but I do think that it would be a smart decision to be there (laughs) because I think that that's where a lot of fan base growth is going to happen. Honestly, I think a lot of discovery is going to happen there, people getting signed from there. Um, I mean, there are so many great examples of that happening already. So it's really not it's not even like a new prediction. It's it's already happening. And so the reason I bring this up is not to talk about TikTok, but really to say using TikTok as an example of a social media where a lot of people are spending their time, even if you're just a consumer and not a creator on there, you might notice that there's the potential for a lot of negativity and other people's opinions and uh, intensity. Like, I even, over the last weekend, I had a couple videos pick up a good amount of traction. Honestly, they didn't even really go viral by TikTok standards. I'm talking a couple thousand views, which is a lot, but again, like, That's not even really super viral uh, based on what you can do on TikTok. And even still, I was getting a ton of comments and not all of them were positive. 
not all of them were positive. Some of them were negative. Some of them were mean. And it's hard as a person to deal with that if you're not taking care of yourself because that influx of energy and of people and of negativity in some instances can be really, really overwhelming. It's super easy to get lost in uh, in that. And on social media, there's a lot of stuff we can get lost in. First is, just like I said, the negative comments. There's also just the influx of comments and feeling the need to respond to everyone. Then there's that pressure that comes when you do have a post that gains traction or you start to grow a fan base and you feel like you constantly have to post or you constantly have to create. And then you get writer's block, so then you feel frustrated because you're not creating. And there's a lot of pressure that feels like, uh, you know, if I don't, if I don't do this, I'm going to lose relevancy or I'm, or I'm, you know, not going to make it or whatever it is. And so that can put a lot of stress on people. And of course, then there's the aspect of comparisonitis and comparing yourself to other people. Ugh, why did they get that and I didn't? Or why are my videos not blowing up? I'm a failure. Why are their videos blowing up? It doesn't make sense to me. Or feeling like you have to take on certain trends or write songs in a certain way or do certain things because you see other people doing it. This is just a few things that are top of mind of the toxicity that we face uh, just on social media. And I love social media and I love TikTok and I think the potential is amazing. But my point here is being that if you do not take care of yourself, it is can be a fucking whirlwind and not in a good way. <laughs> like it can be really, really overwhelming. And you can kind of get lost and forget who you are, forget what your your actual goals are, forget how you want to show up, forget what your intentions are. And you can kind of get lost in the stress and in the chaos. Outside of social media, I still think that this is important because you Going back to our first episode on the, of this series, you are an entrepreneur and as an entrepreneur, you're having to do a lot yourself. You're having to take on the weight of really being a, a solopreneur, a, a solo business owner, at least at the very start. Now, some of you listening might be scaling and might have team members that you've hired on or might have other avenues of support. But a lot of you listening, I know you, you don't have teams yet. You're doing it all yourselves. And it is stressful Listen, I'm just not I'm not going to sugarcoat it. You guys know that I am all about positive mindset and reworking your beliefs and, you know, abundance and manifestation and all and all of that juicy stuff. But I'm not going to sugarcoat the fact that like it can be hard. I think that we have to uh, sometimes be realistic and not just be all toxic positivity. But in a, in a funny way, it is exactly that real, the reality that things can be hard that leads to the point of this episode, which is that when you take care of yourself and when you focus on personal growth, it becomes much easier and it is easier to see the positive in things. Anyway, though, just, just circling back to the point I was making, when you are doing it all yourself, again, there's, there's a stress there. There's a lot of, there can be a lot of pressure, pressure to make money, Pressure to make sure that you're putting the right product out there or launching the right thing. Pressure to make sure you're doing the right thing. Pressure of making decisions. There can be what feels like a lot of stress and a lot of overwhelm. Now, I'm not suggesting that being on social media or being a musician and entrepreneur is 100% stressful 100% of the time. I'm just saying that it is a lot and that's okay. It's okay to acknowledge that it can be a lot <laughs> on a person. And 
that is where the personal growth comes in. As an entrepreneur myself, it's kind of funny because I feel like the segue that I had into being an entrepreneur and becoming a coach was personal development. It was through the personal development world that I realized that there was a big potential in the coaching industry and to make money online and to do my own thing. So I kind of got into this through that world. But people who are in the music industry in general might not quite be there yet. I know most of my listeners are, but the music industry in general tends to be a little bit behind the trends. They, as we've spoken about many a times on this podcast, can promote more toxic hustle culture type tendencies, which I don't love. And so you, if you're listening, have already made your way into personal development. Whether you know it or not, whether you like it or not, you've already made your way there because if you listen to this podcast, we talk about that a ton. Even on the strategy episodes, we're always bringing in ways to work on your mindset around things and take care of yourself and watch your wellness and all of those things. So I know that you as a listener are already here. But moving forward, as we head into 2022 and beyond, I want to really stress the importance of this. Because I think that as we go into this more entrepreneurial culture, uh, for my listeners, for us in the music industry in general, it's going to be really important to make sure that you have a really, really strong wellness and personal growth routine built in to your daily schedule so that you can stay sane. So what does this actually look like? What does this mean? What does personal growth mean or, you know, wellness routine mean? Basically, what I'm saying here is that having practices that allow you to, number one, have create space in your uh, life, in your calendar, like in your little literal schedule, but also in your brain <laughs> is going to be important. So things like that might be meditation, yoga, taking walks, uh, just scheduling downtime, scheduling lunch. Honestly, a lot of habits that overlap with many of the wellness routine type things that we've talked about on this podcast before because there is a lot of overlap. Like creating space is very similar to taking care of yourself and having wellness routines and self-care routines. So really, you can think of it like that, like having a wellness routine, having a space-making routine, if you will, (laughs) Um, so that you can have time to decompress Uh, be able to make sure that you are keeping your mind and your body well and supported and protected. This is really important because when you hit times of stress, it's going to be so much easier to cope with it when you not only have tools you can fall back on to like utilize in the moment, but also because we know, and I know you guys know, when you are doing these regular practices as part of your daily routine, you are better able to adapt to and deal with stress as it's happening. So for instance, if you're meditating every morning for even 10 minutes uh, and then you get a bunch of negative comments on TikTok, it ends up being a lot easier to just be like, all right, block, delete, mute, it's fine, doesn't bother me. (laughs) Uh, When you're doing that regular practice and you have that mindfulness built in versus when you're not and you're just stacking your day up and you have no space for yourself and then you end up scrolling on TikTok all the time and you feel super stressed and like, you know, scattered and uh, it's two different energies, right? So having that regular routine plus having the tools, the wellness tools to fall back on during times of stress is going to help you. Then when it comes to more of that like personal growth angle of it, what this looks like to me is really continuing to 
to do i'm just gonna say continuing to grow as a human but it's like okay what does that look like (laughs) that's exactly just rewording personal growth to me it really looks like doing whatever you feel called to do that helps you explore and learn and stay creative so i do believe that the sort of wellness and mindfulness area is one way where you can grow personally For instance, for me, like I said, this was actually my doorway into things, (laughs) Um, but doing my yoga teacher training or even just like getting into functional and natural medicine was a huge aspect of my personal growth and it, it led me to a lot of different areas. So I think that's one way that you can grow and you can improve on yourself is like exploring the wellness side of things or the health side of things Um, and you're certainly growing as a human as you continue to learn more about yourself in those areas and work on yourself and improve your health, etc. It could also be doing things like, I don't know, I'll just use myself as an example again, <laughs> like uh, getting into like astrology or tarot or, um, you know, other modalities like that, human design, Enneagram, like other fun hobbies like that that help you learn more about yourself. Things like uh, stoicism. I know a lot of people are, are into that and any other personal development, confidence based, uh, things or money manifestation, manifestation in general, like there's, there's an endless supply of things, uh, that can help you grow as a person. Um, also things that, like I said, help you get creative, like reading the artist's way and doing morning pages and journaling and having more exercises that really allow you to get in touch with yourself. The main aspect here is it doesn't matter exactly what you're doing uh, or how you're doing it, but but really that you are doing activities or reading books or doing courses or classes or listening to podcasts or having conversations and being in spaces where conversations are happening around areas that allow you to experience more, explore more, and learn more, and most importantly, learn about yourself so that you can become a better human a kinder human, (laughs) uh, a less stressed human, and someone who is truly in touch with what they want, who they are, and how they want to spend their time living in the world. I know, we just got like a little deep there. That was a lot. (laughs) That was very like dramatic, but it's true. It is true. So I'm, I'm kind of, I'm almost tempted to just end the episode here and just let you sit on that because I do think that it is about getting in touch with yourself and it's a practice. Like I'm practicing it every day and some days I'm not doing too well <laughs> and other days I do really well. But the practice of learning about yourself and really following what is calling you and following what is in alignment and acting out of alignment, acting in alignment, I should say, (laughs) Um, not out of, but acting while in alignment is going to be what makes and or breaks people's success because of the reasons we've already established and also for the last reason, which is I really do think that it is this authenticity, this journey, sharing the journey, being honest about the journey, and and really being able to not even outwardly express. Like, it's not like you have to show up on social media and tell everyone what you're doing to personally grow. But by doing that, you will emit an energy of, like I said, aligned authenticity 
that other people will be able to feel. And I think that even on social media and certainly in person, with the fact, as I've said every episode, that there's so many more artists coming on the scene and, you know, a lot of people who want big things, fans are going to be able to tell the the real people from the fake people. They're going to be able to tell the genuinely kind, cool, funny, in touch with themselves, willing to be vulnerable, open to learning, like just good to be around people from the people who are fake, trying to climb the ladder, scammers, not authentic, putting on a show, not really letting people in, not creating relationships with their fans. And so it's these things that are going to set you apart. Working on yourself and being in touch with yourself and sharing that with your audience in whatever way that looks like. Like I said, I'm not saying you have to, you know, have them read your diary every day. (laughs) But just the act of you doing this on your own is going to allow you to show up in a more aligned way that you choose. And that energy is going to be so clear to your fans. And I really do believe that fans are going to be much more critical and much more aware and are going to be attracted uh, and choose to support those people who are working on themselves versus those who aren't. And just to drive the point home, again, it's not about you saying, hey, I'm working on myself and someone being like, I'm not. And then everyone flocks to you. It's just really about like the energy in which those two people, someone who is and someone who isn't, show up. And the fans are going to be attracted to the people who do. So that is today's episode. Yes, it was a little deep. It was a little out of left field, although not that crazy of an idea. Um, But I really would love to know how this resonated with you. Shoot me a DM on Instagram at Katie Zaccardi and let me know your thoughts and let me know what you're doing as well to encourage and support your personal growth as we head into 2022. I would love to hear from you. It has been so much fun recording these episodes and I'm not done. I've got one more episode coming up next week with a special guest. So stay tuned for that as we wrap up our Future of the Music Industry series and I will talk to you all next week. Thank you so much for listening to the Out To Be podcast. If you like this episode, be sure to share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, rate and review it on Apple iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. That really helps us spread the message and get this podcast out to even more women in music. For more information on coaching services, head to katiezaccardi.com. See you next week.